Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me again on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our journey through the Gospel of Matthew. And we're up to Matthew chapter 17, verse 9. Now, if you remember what was going on here, we just had the account of what we call the transfiguration, okay, where Jesus took three of his disciples and went up on a mountain, and he was transfigured before them. And those disciples saw Moses and Elijah. And so we spent a couple of episodes looking at all that. Now, watch what happens. This is Matthew 17, verse 9. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. And so in my red-letter edition of the Bible right here, and those are in red letters. <laughs> so Jesus is saying, he's telling these three, don't tell about what you just saw. Don't tell anybody what you saw that happened to the Son of Man until he is risen from the dead. So obviously the inference is once he's risen from the dead, have at it, you can tell. Verse 10, And his disciples asking, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Hmm, what is that? Now, we're going to see a little more in just a moment because there is a passage in Mark that also gives an account of this that gives some interesting nuances and more interesting information. We'll look at that in just a moment. But they were sitting there and they said, Wait a minute, but the scribes tell us that Elijah must first come well, first come prior to what? Must come first? What are they talking about? Well, let's just keep going. And Jesus answered and said, Elijah is coming and will restore all things. So let me stop right there. And so that's what they're talking about. And when you look at the Mark passage in a minute, they're going to actually be talking about rising from the dead. What did Jesus mean when he said that until the Son of Man has risen from the dead? He'd been telling them that he was going to be killed. He had been telling them that he would rise from the dead. But they're saying, what does he mean by this? Is he actually talking about actually being physically dead? They, they, they couldn't quite comprehend all this, which is understandable, right? And so now Jesus is coming back saying, well, no, the scribes are right. Elijah is coming and will restore all things. So the, the scribes were teaching that before it's all said and done, that Elijah will come, will come and restore all things, and then will come the day of the Lord. Okay? It's talking about the day of the Lord, that great, grand, and glorious day of the Lord. But I'll pick up Jesus again. Here, let me just well, start again. Verse 11, this is Jesus speaking. Elijah is coming and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah already came. And they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they wished. So also the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. <clears throat> Whoa, look what he said. So they ask him the question, hey, why is it that the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus says, well, Elijah is coming. Now notice, is coming from their perspective and <coughs> their time frame. Elijah is coming. Elijah hadn't come yet. He's saying that to them. Also the same for us, by the way. Elijah is coming and will restore all things. But then Jesus says, but I say to you that Elijah already came. 
So Jesus is saying, yes, the scribes are correct. Elijah is coming and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah already came, and they did not recognize him. So is there something yet to come? Is there something already come? Is he just saying from the uh, perspective of the scribes that the scribes, is, they were correct in saying that Elijah is coming and restore all things? But now he's telling them that Elijah has already come. Is he saying that this has already been fulfilled? Is Jesus saying that it has been fulfilled, but there's another fulfillment yet to come? You see that in prophetic words all the time. There's a near fulfillment or further down the road fulfillment. But notice what he says happened to this Elijah that has already come. They did not recognize him, and they did to him whatever they wished. Then Jesus says, so also the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. So he's saying that this uh, Elijah suffered at the hands of those who did whatever they wished to him, and they didn't recognize him. Well, let me tell you what. We don't even have to think about it. Verse 13 tells us what it, this means. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. And this is Peter, James, and John, those three disciples. They understand that, understood that Jesus was speaking about John the Baptist, that John the Baptist was fulfilling the role of Elijah. And then Jesus actually talks about this in other places and other situations. And he basically says this, that John the Baptist is Elijah if you believe, if you believe who Jesus is. Now, let's go over to Mark real quick. Mark chapter 9, verses 9 through 13 has an account of this. Listen to this. As they were coming down from the mountain, he gave them orders not to relate to anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man rose from the dead. So Mark doesn't quote Jesus, but tells us what Jesus says. Verse 10. They seized upon that statement, discussing with one another what rising from the dead meant. And that word, uh, seize, carries the idea of, of keeping to themselves. And <coughs> they were discussing among themselves about that statement. What does it mean, the rise from the dead? Verse 11. They asked Jesus, saying, Why is it that the scribes say that Elijah must come first? And he said to them, Elijah does come first and restores all things. And yet, how is it written of the Son of Man that he will suffer many things and be treated with contempt? So there's an interesting little turn right here, more information that Mark gives us. Jesus says, yeah, Elijah does first come and restore all things. And yet, he said, how is it written of the Son of Man? Okay, it's written of the Son of Man that he will suffer many things and be treated with contempt. He's saying, you know, it's prophesied of the Son of Man that he's going to suffer, and he's going to be treated with contempt. He's going to suffer many things. The same thing happens to Elijah. Verse 13, Jesus still speaking. But I say to you that Elijah has indeed, Elijah has also come, and they did to him whatever they wished just as it is written of him. So he's saying what was prophesied of Elijah came to fruition. There's also an element of it yet coming to fruition, perhaps. Okay, We're not sure about that, but probably. So Jesus is saying, look what's said in the word here. Elijah, if you believe, was fulfilled through John the 
Baptist, and the disciples understood that. Just these three, just the three that had encountered Jesus when he was being uh, transfigured before him. Well, again, interesting stuff, is it not? I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I will see you in the next episode.